this is Gloria Christie, and you are listening to my podcast, The Three White Lions, Episode 6, May 24, 2021, about GOP women politicians. Hi, you're listening to The Three White Lions. I'm Gloria Christie, and welcome to my podcast, where I'm going to read you two bedtime news stories. This year has been such a hard year, so we need a little time to just lean back, relax, put our feet up. Instead of counting sheep and staring at the, at the ceiling, now you can listen to the Three White Lions bedtime news stories. My goal is to ultimately put you to sleep. I'm going to read two of this week's uh, week's more important political stories. I wrote I write for the liberal online newspaper, The Bipartisan Report, and if you would like to read them, you can find the written ones at bipartisanreport.com or a shorter version in my newsletter on Substack com with Gloria Christie reports one word and there's something new tune in on Thursday for a brand new three white lions podcast but it's totally different from this one it's called America where do I fit tonight you'll hear the most stubborn limited GOP woman in politics, and two, Ivanka's dumb blonde act failing miserably. Okay. The Lincoln Project pokes fun at the Republicans for anti-mask hypocrisy, May 24, 2021. The Lincoln Project reminds us that the Republican world is a grim place. It is reminiscent of the movie Soylent Green. You remember there was a city that was filled with smog and they turned old people into crackers to feed the masses. Gangs roamed the streets and only the elite could afford clean drinking water. That is why President Joe Biden's promises and delivery on those promises of hope are so attractive. In its latest video, the Lincoln Project showed by comparison what Republicans were doing last week. They spoke about, quote, fighting the nation state, unquote. In other words, America. A pro-GOP speaker in the video said, if you're fighting the nation state, it should be about nothing but reducing your power and, if necessary, destroying you. Unquote. What? Then House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, a Republican from California, popped up and he said, apropos of nothing, everybody have a nice day. Next, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, a Republican from Georgia, 
entered and made a poor us appearance. You see, she had to wear a mask in the House of Representatives. Quote, people had gold stars and they were treated like second-class citizens, exactly the type of abuse that Speaker Nancy Pelosi, the Republican of California, is talking about, unquote. And the video repeated Taylor Greene's word, exactly. Then the man who was all in for holding Donald Trump responsible for the January 6th insurrection, before he was against it, a.k.a. McCarthy, said, have a nice day. Just in case Republicans were not appropriately fr frightened, an old guy showed up and said, quote, when they do their satanic rituals, referring to Democrats, they have to wear a mask and they have to stand six feet apart. Sound familiar? Check the records, do your research, unquote. And McCarthy's repeated well wish felt about as welcome as the one we got after a police officer has given us a ticket. Have a nice day. Take a look at the Lincoln Project's latest video. They're short, just a minute or two. This one was called Last Week in the Republican Party. You can find them in the Bipartisan Report uh, in my article that I just read to you and my Substack newsletter, Gloria Christie Reports, all in one word. The end. The next one, Ivanka Trump forgets key details while testifying under oath. May 23, 2021. When Ivanka Trump was 25, Donald Trump gave her to a Russian oligarch for a day as part of wooing the Russian into supporting a Trump skyscraper in Moscow. She was more than up to the task. The former first daughter is every bit as ruthless as her father and smarter, but she plays the dumb blonde which is an insult to all blonde women. After working for years in the Trump organization, Ivanka apparently couldn't even recall Alan Weisselberg had been the company's chief financial officer, CFO, since her grandfather's time. Weisselberg has been Donald Trump's longtime chief financial officer for decades, as well. The CFO was under criminal investigation by the New York Attorney General's um, Letitia James office. A former close friend of former First Lady Melania Trump, Stephanie Winston Wolkoff, wrote, Melania and me, the rise and fall of my friendship with the First Lady. This is her book. And she originally volunteered to help Ivanka in the White House. 
Wolkoff claimed that stepdaughter Ivanka Trump could not, quote, recollect, unquote, how Weisselberg was involved in the Trump inauguration. The ex-friend was involved with it, organizing it, but said she had little to do with the money. Instead, she said, Ivanka Trump's deposition under sworn testimony went like this. Question, who is that Alan Weisselberg? Ivanka's answer, I don't know what his exact title is. The correct answer, Alan Weisselberg has been the Trump Organization's CFO and the Trump family bookkeeper since the 1970s. The Washington, D.C. Attorney General, AG, sued the Trump Organization and the Presidential Inaugural Committee last year. The AG claimed they misused over $1 million by, quote, grossly overpaying, unquote, the Trump Hotel in Washington for playing part in the 2017 inaugural events. Ivanka sat in a deposition last December with District of Columbia Attorney General's Office investigators. This was part of the D.C. lawsuit that claimed the Trump inaugural funds had been misappropriated. The investigators, Ivanka, CNN reported. They asked her, quote, who is Ellen Weisselberg? She responded, and this is going to sound familiar. He is the, I would have to see what his, his, I don't know his exact title, but he's an executive at the company. It's not like it's a huge company. It's more or less mom and pop. Wolkoff tweeted, quote, after working for years in the Trump organization, she apparently couldn't remember Alan Weisselberg had been the company's chief financial officer for decades. Wolkoff insisted that Weisselberg's hands were all over, unquote, how the inaugural committee spent its money and that was a record-breaking $107 million. She said, quote, Alan Weisselberg's were all over the Presidential Inaugurations Committee. They made me cover for Trump's grift. Don Jr. doesn't seem to know anyone or anything. See below what Rick Gates had to say about Weisselberg. Don Jr. did not testify accurately in a separate investigation either, Mother Jones reported. Quote, one of the clearest instances of Trump Jr. not testifying accurately came when he was asked about Stephanie Winston Wolkoff a top producer for the inaugural committee. As the lawsuit notes, during the organization of inaugural Winston Wolkoff, then a close friend of Melania Trump, had raised concern with the president-elect Ivanka Trump and Rick Gates 
the committee's previous deputy chair about the prices the Trump Hotel was charging the inaugural committee for events to be held there. Unquote. The end. Don't forget to tune in on Thursday for a brand new, totally different Three White Lions podcast, America, Where Do I Fit? And then back on Monday, I'll tell you another couple of bedtime news stories. You've been listening to the Three White Lions podcast with me, Gloria Christie. You can find my articles on bipartisanreport.com or substack.com under Gloria Christie Reports and as one word newsletter. My author's page is Facebook at Gloria Christie Reports. I hope to see you next Monday. Good night and sleep well. Thank you.